The church is a community of people called to be priests and kings unto God. On this episode, we talk about the role of the 21st century Christian in the state of the nation. If it is something you fancy, keep listening. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Dear Diary podcast. You already know that I am the optimist. And, um, you know, I know last week I wasn't sounding too optimistic because I had a lot to say. And we were all up in our feelings based on the things that were happening in our country that are still happening. But, you know, we thank God that we are alive. We thank God that we even have the privilege to be able to, to record this podcast and to get our feelings out there for you guys to hear and you know it is it is it has just been god how are you guys how how are things on your side whether you're in um lagos or not i hope things have not gotten too violent and you've not you know lost any body parts if you haven't lost any body parts you've not been shot you've not been harassed we give glory to god um yeah let's not let's not um basically if for me i would say we should just continue with this whole democracy talk but we're moving on in different note, but guys, let's not forget to keep pushing. We're fighting for our future. We're fighting for our democracy. We're fighting for the Nigeria that we will be proud to call our own. The Nigeria that we do not want our children to be ashamed of because as it is right now, a lot of us are ashamed of our country. So we're fighting for our future and we will not relent. We'll keep pushing and we'll keep fighting until these demands are heard and the government does the right thing the right thing for us, the right thing for the families of the bereaved, the right thing for everybody, basically. But we'll keep pushing. Let's not get tired. Um, I hope you went out to protest. If you were not able to protest, um, I hope you used your social media platforms to spread the word. And you just stayed active on this whole end, hashtag end SARS, hashtag better government, hashtag end police brutality in Nigeria movement. So, um, yeah anti-social did you go out to protest uh no i did not i was actually pretty uh depressed from the whole okay so like i've been battling some um emotional turmoil for the past two weeks now but that was on the person and then having this additional word like but then i have been tweeting with the social with our social media platform twitter and trying to post some of the uh, um, pictures on Instagram and things like that. So, um, yeah, I was contributing my quota, spreading the word. And uh, let's not forget that we actually shared uh, a link. What is a link? Or, yeah, a link uh, to, for those who are arrested to get free uh, legal aid or pro bono uh, aid from legal aid council of nigeria they actually offer free services just like to for defense lawyers would come to you and help you for free you can reach out to them at info at legalaidcouncil.gov.ng and for us to keep pushing keep putting pressures on the senators and our in the individual zones uh you can put pressure on each in uh each uh, sorry, each senator at Nigerian Senators dot Firebase app dot com. Yes, so Nigerian Senators dot Firebase app dot com. Let's not forget that because keep it pushing. But I'm talking about keeping it pushing. I realized that initially when this fight started, a lot of our religious leaders 
were quiet about it and um initially a lot of them didn't even know that something was going on we judged by the fact that the older generation i'm talking about like our moms and our dads weren't really understanding the gravity or the level of seriousness of which we were dealing of what like the actions we were dealt with you get so um yeah but then i want to applaud a few of them who actually spoke about it on sunday yeah uh, last sunday uh, i saw a couple of pictures of churches where they had the hashtag nsas um graphics up on their uh their what do you call those things now uh the backdrop oh yeah yeah the screens all up in the screens and all that so when i put them it actually brought that it brings us to the topic we're talking about today the 21st century christian Hmm. you get 21st century christian and then we need to understand that the definition of christianity hasn't changed but then we have dubbed it to be something that it really not it really isn't or really should not be now so no most times we always like to give the bible definition or sorry say bible the dictionary definition of the words however when it comes to christianity we need to follow the bible the bible now no offense to any of our muslim or islamic brothers and sisters it's just that we do not know a lot about the religion and we can only speak from the point of view of being christians just by the fact that we are christians and we are holding ourselves accountable as christians you can do the same in your individual religious um organization as well if you feel that way but then we're going to take i wanted us to take a time to look at christianity versus religion in my opinion christianity is acting like christ that was the first time the word christianity was used when people or the followers of christ began to act like him and religion is man or human beings doing things creating laws creating doctrines for themselves to make themselves feel worthy or righteous enough to be called christians and the reason why i'm saying this is because a lot of these doctrines that guide the church in quotes nowadays are all superficial things yeah the way you dress the way you look what you can say how you can make your hair how you're supposed to walk the things that are all superficial things you're supposed to kneel when it's time for certain prayers you're supposed to stand you're supposed to count certain number of rosaries like there are a lot of superficial things that are attached to christianity now and now i'm not insulting anybody who has whatever it is however it is that they are observing their service However, what I am saying is these things are not essential to the life of a Christian. What we're talking about is what made people begin to say that these people are Christians. What I like to know is human beings, we always want to do things that make us feel like we have deserved or we deserve whatever it is we're doing. From the age of time, human beings have been searching for God or they've been searching for a way to be pure. Or a way to be righteous even before uh, the colonial masters and before the introduction of christianity and islam and all that we had uh we would wake up uh, i know ibos would wake up every morning and pour palm oil on their gods probably i'm pretty sure you're about to have theirs as well and then uh as christians as christians we pray god forgive us for our sins from our sins and all that so basically we know we're conscious of the fact that we as human beings are falling short of something but that's the beautiful thing about christianity there's grace so there is no need for you to do any or any action you want to carry out because uh the bible says that righteousness is like filthy rag before before god basically it's like filthy rag like maggots and all that coming on it yeah, so it's unnecessary okay there's nothing you can do that can make you righteous 
everything that you are is because of the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's basically it. You get so I feel people need to understand that Christianity is acting like Christ, acting, exhibiting certain attributes that Christ exhibited on earth that people were able to identify and say this is uniquely attached to this man. Yeah. You get rather than blocking our minds or pushing ourselves, killing ourselves over religious rules and doctrines. You get. Um, I'm going to say well. For us, we need to understand that, you know, I feel like people say, oh, Christianity is boring. Being a Christian is boring. Being a Christian is this and it's that. We need to understand that Christ was not boring. Christ was a loving person. Christ was patient. Christ was selfless. Christ cared about the welfare of the people. He cared about the welfare of human beings. So you can't say you don't care about what is happening to someone else coming back to democracy. Um, about what is happening in Kaduna, you don't care about what is happening in, you know, in Libya, and you call yourself a Christian. You don't care about what is happening to someone else as long as the person is not your family member, as long as the person is not somebody that you know you're you're, you're good. As after all, Christ cared about each and every one of us. He came and he died for each and every one of us. Even when while we were still sinners, we were. I mean, we it was Chris. It was human beings that crucified him in the first place that stoned him. And, and that, you know, it's because of humans that he carried the cross. He bared that cross for the same ungrateful humans that we are. So, I mean, you can't say you're a Christian and you do not care about people. And, and you know, you can't say you're a Christian and you have this nonchalant attitude about what is happening to your fellow human being. You can't say you're a Christian and when they are killing in 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 the north you feel like it's not your business it's just another thing for the day it's just oh how many people did they died 20 ah you know plenty now it's not with that last time there's 50 people that died are you insane <laughs> so basically you need to understand that for you to be a christian for you to call yourself a christian you have to be christ-like and christ is someone that cared for pe- for the people he cared for ev- each and every one of us so don't talk about how you're a christian and you don't care for your brother you don't care for your sister christian or not yeah, I was about to say that Christian or not, as far as the person is a human being, because Christ actually cared for the welfare of those who followed him and those who didn't. Mm-hmm. You get so it's very important that we do that. Our job is to love. Now it's not easy to love, and then I'm not saying go as far as feeding the homeless, or if you cannot afford it, if you can, you can do that. If it's, if you're inspired by the Spirit of God, that's your that's your business. I'm saying in your actions, in your actions, you maliciously hurt people and still call yourself a christian i don't care how hard or how tight your hair tie is how how virgin in quote your hair is how many skirts you own you know how the how how uh, how much you don't listen to worldly music you don't i don't to care Rihanna. i don't care about all those things what i care about is in your actions do you show love hmm do you do are you someone who uh okay for example a perfect example is uh you're in a in the cab or in a vehicle and you see someone uh maybe an elderly person i feel this is even just courtesy but you see an elderly person especially in marwas you know like this uh tricycles call them marwa please let's not be for me uh <laughs> marwas and then you see an elderly person is sitting at the front you know with the driver you are younger and then you don't even want to try to because i know my mom my mom has um uh i know as she's older you know she's beginning to have some joint pains and all that and i'm like sitting in such an uncomfortable position why would i let that older woman or that older person sit down in such comfortable or someone who's pregnant 
you yeah, know an action of love yeah an action of love would be to um to allow the person as we're all paying the same amount you get allow the person to see especially if you are younger and you're not you no know, on the bigger side like on the plus side so a loving action to, would be to um ask the person to switch, switch, switch seats with you however do you, uh, now saying uh them taking this example and flipping it to the other side and saying oh then people should stand up for others in the bus and all that if you want to do that that is on you yeah but then most times when people stand in buses they pay less than people who sit so if you're going to stand in the bus i would prefer to add or to make up your transport so you can sit rather than switching my seat with you you understand so i feel like you just have make loving uh, let your actions be embraced and engulfed in love when you pray do you pray for your community you know, do you pray for those around you it's very important that the christian of today be people who are smart and who can think for themselves yes. one are the days where we wait for for a word from god for your preacher your pastor whoever and then once that pastor says this is yes and amen and you do all the pastor says and you never have a relationship with god for yourself gonna do this that's in the mosaic order and the ironic order where the high priest goes in and talks to god and then tells the people this is what god said now we all have access to god this is the now church this is this is what is happening now yeah yeah so you should you should be people who think for yourself because god has called us priests and kings unto himself so we are all individually we're all priests and kings you understand so if i'm a priest and i'm a king i did the fact that i decide to concede or the fact that i decide to accept you as the shepherd uh like a spiritual figure over my life it means it's a decision i made i can decide to leave if you get to my point so that's why we have to be very careful at or where we choose to submit or where we choose to gather because uh, uh, just the bible also says to not forget to forsake the uh, assembly of the brethren not because there's anything there's like you're sinning or if you don't go to church or anything but because i've noticed that when you don't go to church you don't first of all you have friends in church you're able to make friends there's a community of people who can support you you know the people you can call on if there's something wrong with you you know you can have, have a community instantly that can support you especially if it's a loving real church not yeah. just any random church and then they pretend like they love you but then they don't they're not exhibiting christ-like behavior you get so it's very important now what is church and how do i find my identity in church basically the moment you the church is where you and i as christians decide to go to fellowship it's not a place it is a community Hmm. the church is a community of people who decide that christ is their personal lord and save you that is basically it so i can walk in into redeem church today as long as the bible believe in church i can walk into redeem church fellowship there and leave if i if i i might like, you know sometimes as a person the difference now is as a person maybe i'm more um more into music like music praises get to me really well i will go to a church that is more is musically inclined like christ embassy like house, house on, on the rock, rock. you yeah. get churches like that if i'm going to a church that oh yeah i want to you know like i'm very i'm a spiritual warfare warfare person i will go to i will tilt towards mountain of fire you know that kind those kind of churches so basically your person your personality usually determines the kind of church you go to yeah. Get so that is the difference. That is just the difference. The truth of the matter is, every single pastor, apart from the doctrines of Christ that they should preach, the attributes of Christ and all that, they each have their own individual personalities. So people prefer teachers to be their spiritual head, you know, while others prefer apostles 
Others prefer prophets. You know, others prefer prefer evangelists. You get so it's your personal prefer preference. So there is nothing that makes your church better than my church. Yeah. And there is nothing that makes my church better than your church. It is just a place you decide to fellowship. You are the church. Mm. You get you and I make up what makes the church, not the building, not the structure, not whatever it is that we're doing. This is very important. And finding your identity. I've noticed something that where who you surround yourself uh, by or with, with yeah, who you surround yourself with uh, uh, would determine the kind of or what you think your identity is going to be. Mm. I've noticed that if you are around a lot of assertive people, you would find yourself picking up assertive traits. You find yourself being more, and then when you go around people who are more relaxed and laid back, like you're lazy, like you need to do that, and they're they like, I'm not lazy, I'm still getting my job done, but I'm not assertive, I'm not here dominating every other person. You get my point? Yeah. So, the truth of the matter is, when you surround yourself with people who think like you, that is very important. It's very, it's very important to choose right when you're choosing whatever uh, fellowship, whatever church you choose to fellowship, or whatever building, or whatever name you choose to fellowship on the whatever place you, you should sub, choose to submit yourself. You have to make sure that that place is good for your spirit. Yeah. Very, very important. Because yes, it's a Bible-believing church, but then what are their core doctrines? Yeah, every church has their core doctrines. Like I said, religion. Christianity in itself is what makes... I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Christian because Christ died for me. Full stop. Yeah. But however, I am a citadelian because I believe in the new Nigeria. And I know that uh, the spiritual father I have is someone who does the same. You get some other churches are not so conscious about the thought of a new Nigeria. Yeah, doesn't make them any less. It just means that the 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 spiritual head of that of that church has a different priority. Some are involved in the spiritual growth of their members, and then they pray every day, and then they have revivals and all that, and then you see them performing miracles and all that kind of stuff. You get that is for them. Yeah. yeah. So it's very important. The reason why we're stressing this is so that. You, there is no uh, discontent in your heart because if you're not in the right place for you, if you're not on that, if you're not with your fault, there is this. Uh, I don't know about you, but then I always feel this discontentment, like this. Yeah. You get so it's very important that we place ourselves under the right authority. Yeah, it's important we place ourselves under the right authority. I'm I'm someone that has struggled with you know moving from Lagos to school in Ilori. I moved from church to church, and I was struggling spiritually because I was not in the right environment you know i had been i had been conditioned to a particular way to certain things and when i got to a particular church that was a lot different from mine it wasn't like they were preaching rubbish but i was struggling i was struggling seriously it wasn't until i got to a place that was a bit similar to where i was coming from similar to what i believe in that you know it was like okay things are things things are better for me now so i feel like we we need to understand and just because someone leaves your church and I, I i've seen a lot of people do this someone leaves your church you now start to you hate know on hate on the person you someone doesn't attend church as regularly you see that person is struggling spiritually in your church and you say oh it's because she's a sinner no it's not because the person's a sinner you and i are not the same where you fit in is not where i will fit in as long as this person has a fellowship of the brethren even if it's their family members that decide to come together every sunday because they could not fit in anyway decide to come and come together every sunday and fellowship and pray together as a family then they are there's the that's their own fellowship of the brethren do not hate on anybody as christians we should not be judgmental christ was not judgmental if christ was judgmental nobody would be saved so keep your judgments to yourself now talking about judgment i feel like um the church has taken well i would say a church a lot of us have taken on this this you know i won't say 
judgmental but we are we are we are passive it's not like we are more neutral we, pa- we are neutral and we pass judgment on a lot of things that happen in the world one of these things one of the things is sexual orientation now sexual orientation you know the the a lot of us know about the lgbtq movement so you know just because somebody is gay you as a christian you now feel the person is beneath you i understand that people have lost their way but i know for a fact that this person is human god created this person this person can this person might not really know the difference they might not know better you know you don't know why they are doing what they are doing try you it's not your place you are not god you're not supposed to be judging that person you cannot also say that because you know the church is neutral on so many levels there is sexual orientation there is government a pastor decides to um run as vice president in the year 2011 and he's but he receives backlash a pastor becomes our vice president he receives backlash you know when when we had religious leaders like um uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X taking taking charge of their own country and you see people doing the same thing in your con- your country and the first thing you open your mouth to do is to judge that person when you are being a coward in that situation so if you if you can't take that stand don't judge other people for doing that Christ was not silent when he came when he saw that people were doing certain things wrong he, he he spoke up he did not say oh you know I am Christ I came just for the church I did not come for the government I didn't come for the people. The people make up the country that has the government. So you can't tell me that you are a Christian, you are a church, and you do not you do not care about the nation. How 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 are you functioning? So I feel like as a church, we need to as as the as a church, yes, the church is not just now. I need you to understand that the church is not just um rccg rccg sorry um winners it's not uh it's not god is not a god of confusion you, you know when in the bible they were saying oh i me i am from apollos i'm from from for paul i'm from this we're all called to christ so just because i like music more and i went to house of house on the rock and i like you know jim jim uh nigeria will flourish again and i went to citadel and i, I like you know uh, this is the day that the lord have made uh, rcg kind of songs and i went to redeem christian church of god doesn't make me different doesn't make me beneath you or anything we need to stop causing division amongst ourselves as christian we are causing division i mean how can there be segregation in the house of god for god's sake how are you thinking about this like it is crazy when you know where we talking i've had situations where i'm having conversations with people and they're like oh no me me i'm i'm I'm, we're not the same me i'm actually from redeem we're all christians bro calm down we are all christians we need to understand that this segregation is not going to work you can't say because you even you know there's even tribalism in christianity well no in religious yeah we know okay this is the yoruba church yeah this is the yoruba church this is the Igbo church this is where Igbo people usually go to oh aglican is mostly Igbo people that really really is this how we're going to move forward with our lives so we should not let these things tear us apart as as the body of christ we are the body of christ whichever part of the whichever branch you do, or whichever church you, you decide to go to just understand that we are the body of christ when you see another person another christian out there identify that this person is also christ-like as long as that person is christ-like then good for you as long as the person is a human being is the person is is worth your time so i just want us to understand that we should not cause, allow confusion to to you know come into this and another thing is I am tired of the church being like a and being quiet on several issues. 
this LGBT culture is something that because the church was so quiet and the church was judgmental, it has it blew up in their faces because the American American churches were were literally just slamming it down and you know literally discriminating people that were that were said to be gay instead of trying to explain things to them. You know, oh, this is what God's word says. In in that attitude of love, like you were saying, they, they decided to take oh you you evil child get deep behind me like you are like you are a Voltron for for Christ. And you know it's 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 it it's but it flew back into, into our faces. It blew up in our faces, and now the LGBT movement is there. So all we have to do as Christians is spread love and leave God. Let God do the judgment, because you're not God. You can never be God. So you spread the love and let God do the judging for Himself. Uh, my final word would be on this particular topic would be that the church is a community of people who believe in Christ Jesus not a building not rules and doctrines that make you feel special and make you feel holy none of that okay because the bible says that uh, the law kills but the spirit gives life yeah. so if you choke yourself with so much rules and so much so many laws how then would the spirit have freedom to move you get so it's very important as christians we understand that we are a community of people who believe in christ not members of this church or that church yeah you get and then we are denounced so there are three my pastor always says something and i I don't like saying my pastor but then my pastor says uh uh, something and then I've, i've come to realize that it's actually really true because we when we walk around when we do things that we do people say oh that girl she's so nice she's a good christian yeah. It means that there is the testimony of someone about you. So that means there is the old testament, there is the new testament, and there is the now testament. And we go around as epistles that people read. Why would I be want to be a Christian when I see you as a Christian judging everybody and being malicious against others? Yeah. You get backbiting and all that all those bad stuff. You get. But if I see you spreading love and all that, it is easier to attract with honey than vinegar it's always going to be easier that way so what you're preaching christ don't preach christ with your mouth preach christ with your life yeah and on my final word i want us to all understand that you know like you were saying we're in now church and god talks to us all he talks to us all you can reach out to him and he will speak to you you are his child i am his child you are his child we're all his children so it is not like back in the day that you just know, for it's just for pastors or it's just for moses or it's just for abraham god as long as you are willing to hear from him and you have an open heart you he will speak to you so you know don't wait for your pastor to tell you to do something before you do something you know even your conscience will be telling you it's right so in that light of doing what is right please let's keep our movements <laughs> yeah and then know, when it's time to vote vote right yes vote right do not let people you know do not let these politicians and these people that are in power as it seems you know lobby us and with with gary and granos that they put inside pack with techno phones with tiny tiny things that will, do, will not do a lot for our future Fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, air 200k is not going to keep you alive for the next five years so you know let's not let's not let's not be swayed and in that in, in in that spirit, I just want to tell you guys goodbye from the optimist, and you know, and social you can say goodbye if you want to. Goodbye. God bless you. Goodbye.